0: This podcast is listener-supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show that friends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of Vespa Nation, what's in Metro? I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm
1: Pat McDonald, and this is episode 214, Into the Goal, I Will Silently Creep.
0: And that was left to us by Truman, so
1: mm. I had no idea where he was going with that one. Yeah, it was just, uh, hopefully I read it correctly, and in the correct, uh, you know. Maybe it's supposed to be like, Into the Goal, I Will Silently Creep. Well, into, the the into the girl that was silent in the creep. Will like Jack the, the vibe? Yeah, a little evil. A little murdery. You know.
0: Uh, before we get started, I want to say one thing. Fuck Philly. And that's because your goddamn city and airport gave me a very bad sprained ankle.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's uh, Philly's fault.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm talking bruising all over my foot, so screw your Fitley.
1: He sent us a picture. It was gross.
0: No, I sent not No, the picture I sent was on the first day. That yeah. was nothing. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't seen it
1: yet. Uh, so the bruises surfaced.
0: Oh, it is all yeah. over the place. I am talking both sides of my feet, on the top, and on my heel. Like, I even got my toes somehow. Like, my three <laughs> middle toes are bruising at the base. I don't know how it's possible when I sprain my ankle that my toes are bruising, but it is. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So screw you, Philly. <laughs> All right, let's talk some soccer though, because I don't think people are here to listen to me talk about my my bruised ankle th- today. Nope. <laughs> uh, Red Bulls starting a good season off right today. Uh, I mean this year. Disappointed uh, in CCL, but came back strong. Um, Won against Atlanta when I you know wasn't here, but then picked up a win against Colorado, and possibly the strangest way ever: a second straight game winning by an own goal. All right. <laughs> so thank you, Eric Miller of the Colorado Rapids, because you gave us a 1-0 victory. <laughs> In fairness, I think the, I, the way that game was going, I think the are able were going to score either way, so whether or not they, they, you gave us a goal, it wasn't really going to matter, but <clears throat> still, I like that. Thank you for
1: that. Absolutely. I,
0: I I do not quote me on this, but I am pretty sure we are like, it's, there's got to be like some record where no team has won two straight games by own goals. Like,
1: yeah, maybe. I mean, it, would, it, it just uh, seems so. It
0: just seems like that would never happen ever.
1: You get the research arm of the uh, Rebel Rants work on that. Who yeah, never... that, that, that will take very, very, very long time. <laughs> I'm <am> not.
0: <laughs> I'm I not into that mode right now. Um. Anyway, like we always do, like and dislikes. So Pat, what did you dislike about this game?
1: You, Red Bull Nation, I dislike you. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off on our fan base. And I'm not talking about the hardcores. I'm not talking about the South Ward. They were there in strength. Oh. Um, okay. And, and a lot of our fans listen to the show. I'm sure we're there. But the stadium was empty. It was brutally empty. And, you know, and I know everyone's gonna be like, but Pat, it was cold. And yeah, it was brutally cold. I know. I bought an overpriced, Throw, Red Bull's throw blanket and a lot of alcohol in an attempt to warm up. It didn't work. Um, and, and you may think, you know, so so what? It was cold. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're always going to be compared to the team across the river. And if you look at their highlights, their fans showed up. And it was apparent. I mean, not by much, but it was apparently even colder in the Bronx than it was in Harrison. So, I mean – the cold isn't an excuse if you if you bought a ticket to the game go to the game i mean th- this has been the knock on our team for years now that no matter what attendance we announce we all really know that's not actually who was there i mean there was no way in hell there was 19,000 people there maybe 10 maybe i mean that that that's pushing it um you know it's just it's just frustrating to see this i mean I, I honest to god i do think it's at a point where um, with the, the apathy in coming to Red Bull Arena, which is, again, not the easiest trip because it's not easy to park there, uh, especially if you have a family. It's not easy to take uh, mass transit. But, you know, I, I think it's at the point, and I don't think this would happen under Red Bull ownership, but it's time for a rebrand of this team uh, that might get people excited again because, it's after all, if you look at what happened in Kansas City, it did wonders a few years ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my big dislike. I mean, we, we did know, I mean, I believe Truman and I did predict it on the show last week. We did know this was going kind to of be a very sparsely attended, uh, game. Uh, but it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see people just not showing up for these games, uh, especially if they've already bought a ticket, um, and just pissing money down the drain. Um, you know, because, uh, they don't show up. I mean, it's kind of like, We've said this in regards to Open Cup. We've said this in regards to CCL. People don't show up. Why should ownership care? And why should ownership invest? And, uh, because that's, you know, snacks in the stadium or whatever. That's how they make a lot of money. So, um, so, I mean, again, applaud the South Ward. They were there in full force. Um, but, you know, all those, the swaths of empty seats is, it's just, it's, it's getting, getting very frustrating to see as a uh, Red Bull fan.
0: Uh, Yes, I agree with all that. Mm. Uh, My dislikes, or dislike, I should say, um, is going to be the fact that we still can't seem to finish when we get into that final third. I don't know what the problem is right now. Mm. I mean, it's great that we won, but again, we shouldn't be winning by open goals. (laughs) Like That's not a thing that should happen every week. Uh, If we go three for three, that'll be, it'll be honestly kind of impressive, but it'll be really sad at the same time. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I would like to see this team actually finish a goal in the final third. <laughs> like, I don't want to see Brother Phillips just like waving his arms, like, hey, I'm here, pass me the ball kind of thing anymore. I'm, I, you know, it's nice to see, you know, yeah. him actually get the ball where he's supposed to. So, yeah, well, that's how it's like. like
1: well, I mean, I, th- I think, um, you know, one thing to make note of for this past game, and it's good news for U.S. national team fans, is that Tim Howard uh, stood on his head. I mean, he made a number of very impressive saves to keep the Rebels off the board. So, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I definitely would like to see more, uh, non-owned goals uh, and more, uh, regular goals that would give me f- better hope for the season going forward. But, um, you know, in this particular case, uh, I definitely think Tim Howard had a lot to do with that.
0: True, but I mean, even in the Atlanta game it was kind of like, I yeah, got one. They, they, <laughs> they, well, yeah, but we we won on a corner kick. Like, I, I forget uh, right before that corner kick, um, I forget who it was. I think Royer had the, like the point blank shot, which okay, the save is, but like the lead up to that, there should have been a goal anyway. And it's just, I don't know. Maybe I, I expect more out of a team that's already had some games under their belt. Yeah. But yeah, just I want to see some scoring actually happen in the run of play. Because <laughs> the Red Bulls have three goals so far. None of them come from the Red Bulls run of play. Two of them are own goals. And one's off of a corner kick. So hey well,
1: hey, well, they got a lot of goals off set pieces last year. So True. They I did. Mean, don't don't knock the set piece goal. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. But, I mean, still. I, I think one thing is, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I know they're really, uh, excited about this two-forward system. I know they're, they're still pushing it. Um, but, you know, it does remove Sasha Clutchin from the central part of the pitch, which, uh, uh, hurts that creative aspect that he has. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if that's something they can adjust, if they can, um, you know, uh, if they, that's something they can fix, but, Losing that creative force that is consistently central. Uh, I think that does hurt a little bit. And hopefully they can either figure it out, you know, with him out wide, further out wide, but um or you know, they'll just once again abandon the system and go back to the four, two, three, one.
0: <laughs> uh I feel like they're not gonna be abandoning the system at least any at any point in the next say month and a half. Because uh, they have unless a team they up. Uh, the, well, yeah, if they go drought, like a massive like draft, yeah, but they, Marsh has faith in Etienne Jr. I mean, he started him last game when Veron was out. Uh, we just picked up that European guy whose name I don't know off the top of my head. So, I, I'm pretty Will sure. Branson. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure this 2-4 things here to stay because we now have actually 4 forwards that they apparently trust. So, yeah, we don't see what happens. Of course, one of them needs to stay healthy, but that's a whole nother issue. Um, alright, so likes about this game. Uh, I'll go first thank you defense for not sucking like you did at That's times it. last year like you guys are actually able to get back and cover and I am pretty sure that as long as this team stays healthy this is our defensive line we're going to see most times and I'm, and it kind of surprised me that and Collins is not a starter but hey it's working so I'm not going to argue yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, Long's been playing extremely well. Um Colin, I actually wouldn't be shocked if he's Colin back in the, uh, you know, in the starting lineup. It's not too often you see a center back subbed off, and I do feel like Paranel was caught, uh, chasing a few times, uh, in that game. So, I would not be shocked if, uh, Colin is back in the lineup at some point. Uh, we shall see. Uh, my like, uh, you know what, in the end, a win is a win is a win is a win. And, uh, Rebels have six points after two games in the season. Um it is something they did not have last year, so they're off to a very good start. Um obviously, yes, we do want to see some more goals that are not own goals, but um hey, six points six points and uh I can't complain about that.
0: And they are the only Eastern Conference team without a loss, which is something two weeks there. End. <laughs>
1: there you go. So all
0: right. Uh so prediction standings. Uh, I wasn't here, obviously, so my prediction was nothing. It means I get no points. But Pat and Truman both predicted a win, so they get a point each. Yay. And you guys called it 2-1 wins, so of course that means you don't get all three. But hey, at least you guys are on the board.
1: Yay. Points.
0: All right. uh, So let's talk about what's coming up. The Red Bulls have a game on Sunday. Was it the 19th, I think? Nineteenth, yes, yes. Uh, Where well, they will travel to the Seattle Sanders for Seattle's first home match of the year. So, of course, we get to be for some reason we get to be there when they raise the banner. And you know, it's not like they raise the banner the first week of the season, like you would expect out of a championship side. But yeah. eh, whatever, I guess. Um, you know, f- hopefully, it lights a fire in their uh, bellies. Hopefully, uh, that game is seven p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Fox Sports One. I know for you people out in Europe. Uh, I think you guys are still on standard time, not daylight time. So you, now it's like a, a one hour. So what was it like five hours? Now it's four or something like that. Just be careful of the, <laughs> the stupid daylight savings time crap. Um, Seattle not off to a great start for defending champs. Uh, week one, they lost 2-1 at Houston. Week two, they drew 2-2 at Montreal. Uh, but. Like I said, they are defending champions. This is their first home match. So they will be raising the banner. So there's all the hoopla that comes with that that you may or may not see on TV. Uh, predictions for this. Truman said 2-1 because he is, quote, going for the crazy win. There you go. So, so Pat, what's your prediction for the Seattle match?
1: I'm not going for the crazy. I think it'll be a uh, 2-1 loss. I mean, I think uh, Seattle will be very energized in front of a home crowd. Um, you know, it's, they are a good team. Um, you know, I, I just, I kind of, as much as I think we'll be okay this season, I, I have not seen enough to think that they are going to go in and trounce or, you know, win in, away in Seattle in front of such a, uh, raucous crowd. That's going to, I mean, they're going to, the, the Sounders are absolutely going to want to, you know, win one for their home crowd, uh, coming back for that, uh, from the, as champions and let's not forget, you know, Clint Dempsey is back. Uh, apparently Jordan Morris is struggling a little bit, uh, early in the season, but I, I really do think the pieces will come together for Seattle. Um, so, so the rebels won't be put, run off the field, but I, I do think they will be coming home with the loss.
0: Uh, I'm going to go one, one draw. I'm, I'm kind of splitting the splitting here. So you can go win less draw one of us each. Um, <laughs> Uh, at seeing how, even though they started off disappointingly against Atlanta, seeing how they did eventually bounce back in that game, it does make me feel a little bit better because this road games were a big issue last year. Mm-hmm. And it seems like in, in a one game sample size, obviously this is not a great thing, but it seems like that, that bugaboo of a road game isn't really going to follow the team too much this year. Uh, cause mm-hmm. Last year, when they went down that, if they went down that goal in the Atlanta game, they would not have come back at all. Like, it just would have been, would have gone from worse to even worse. Or it's just like, it would never have happened that way. So, it gives me a little bit of hope, especially early in the year. So, I'm going to go 1-1. I think, eh, you know, the Seattle will get a little bit of the, hey, we're raising the banner mojo. Red Bulls get a little bit of the, we're going to spoil the party mojo and then meet somewhere in the middle for a 1-1 draw. Um, and honestly, I think this is actually would be a really good result early on in the season, walking out of Seattle one-one, because that's mm-hmm. a game on turf in March, in cold weather, and if you get out of there with any kind of result, that is a good sign, and you never have to play that. Well, you don't have to play that particular game again, especially because it's a West Coast team. So that's why I'm going one-one, hoping for the hoping for a little bit of the best here. Yeah. All right, so on to dumping ground. We got a few things we want to talk about. Um, I'm going to move this one up because this is uh, since some news was announced today. So the Red Bulls have nine international slots. I think they got one through a trade uh, and only eight are in use because Bradley Wright Phillips has gotten a green card. Mm-hmm. All I'm right. The United States, Bradley. Only another, Burke. I think, what, three more years and he can apply for nationalization? It's seven years, right? I don't know. He's probably not going to apply, but it'd be kind of funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, so the Rebels have one more international slot they can use, and uh, I'm pretty sure there's some allocation money sitting around somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. That was left over. From sweet, sweet allocation first. money.
0: That was left over from Ali Curtis era, right? <laughs> Who
1: knows? <We> <laughs> fucking allocation money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: MLS keeps all that shit off off the books anyway. So,
1: yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. They should just have a strict salary cap and make life so much easier.
0: Well, come on, it, it, would it, why would we have a job? Why, why would we be doing this if things were just
1: easy? Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, Com- um, sorry. Go ahead. Complicated, baby.
0: Uh, United States U twenty World Cup. Uh, their group has been announced. They will play Ecuador, Saudi Arabia, and Senegal. I think that's supposed to start in May, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I think that's correct, yeah. And uh,
0: Tyler Adams is favored to be among uh, those called up for that tournament. He was with the team during CONCACAF qualifying, so good chance he'll be gone, uh, which good for the Red Bulls because it's a pro- player on the international stage. It doesn't hurt the Red Bulls because he's not a starter at the moment. So it's not like something you are going to be relying on, uh, when you know to be gone for like a month or two. So that's always a good sign. But so I, I don't know how much you know about the United or the uh, the youth side, but any ideas about this group and the World Cup for the United States?
1: I mean, they you know in the HockeyF Championship, I mean they lost a pretty pathetic opener against Panama, but then they rebounded uh to kind of just win out and uh win the U twenty championship for the first time uh in US U twenty history. Um so that is certainly quite the accomplishment and there's a part of me that looks at this group first first glance says, Oh Little Breeze this group, which automatically and maybe I'm just like thinking too much about the men's national team, automatically has me thinking, Oh, they're gonna crash out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like I'm that fact that I look at these teams and I'm confident is a bad sign. So um I mean hey look they had a good um a good setup uh in the Concacaf Championship there were some players that weren't available um because of uh because you know teams are loath to release their players for uh like the, the the qualifying campaign but uh they they will be available for um for uh the World Cup I think Cammy Carter-Vickers is one I mean there are probably some people out there thinking like, hey, Christian Pulisic. But could. I, I, would say at this point, he's far too entrenched with the, uh, senior team to be a part of this. So, although uh, get some reinforcements, uh, they might have a good run. You know, it'd, it'd be a wonderful thing. I mean, uh, Tab Ramos a few years ago took them to a, I believe it was a quarterfinal finish. Um, or maybe, yeah, I think it was quarterfinals, uh, where they lost out to Serbia in penalty kicks. Um, so, uh, hopefully they can, uh, you know, pick up where they left off and, uh, maybe take it a step further. It'd be just a great sign for the further development of, uh, the U S national program.
0: What would be nice is in a few years, if these players, you know, got into the U 23 world cup, since that's, yeah. since that's been a, a hard thing in recent years,
1: the Olympics. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> or are the Olympics. Even, I don't even know where the 2020 Olympics are. Does anybody if you know where the 2020 uh, Olympics are, feel sure, free to email I've us. RebelRan <laughs> <laughs> Rebel at uh, dot com, gmail.com. Let us know where the Olympics are in 2020. Tokyo. Uh, is, you looked it up? Yes.
0: That's what Google okay. is
1: for. <laughs> the Olympics are so unimportant, and I didn't even feel like Googling. Like, I feel like the next Winter Olympics are in Kazakhstan or something.
0: Uh, Wait. The Winter Olympics?
1: Yeah. 2018.
0: They are in Korea. Wait. Yeah, Korea.
1: Uh, all right.
0: It's actually technically it's called Pyeongchang. It's not even It's not even a It's not even a uh, Korea. Oh no. Wait, what? South Korea. I don't for some reason I for some reason I was thinking that it was gonna be called the country, not this this town like it usually is. I don't know uh. why. But so, that's, uh, Pyeongchang, South Korea is where it's going to be. I thought
1: uh, South Korea was the warm Korea. And, like, mm-hmm. North Korea is the cold Korea.
0: I mean, I thought South Dakota would be a warm state, right? But
1: Apparently, <laughs> that's not how the jet stream works. Nope.
0: <laughs> uh, so, last bit of Duffing Ground news. Uh, Flippe has made the MLS Team of the Week for the second week in a row on the bench. All right, bench. Why there's even a bench for MLS Team of the Week? I don't know.
1: Who the hell knows?
0: But why would you put a player on the bench of a team that's two zero? I don't know.
1: Yeah. First bench, baby.
0: Yeah, I don't even know like if they rank the bench spots. So I, honestly, I just saw like the headline. I just
1: <laughs>
0: I just thought it was weird that they even have bench spots for team of the week. Yeah. I guess I guess it's in case for your fantasy if you need to know who to, who to stack up on the bench for fantasy stuff. <laughs>
1: who the hell knows? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't enjoy any of the fantasy leagues. I'm I'm completely out of it with the MLS fantasy.
0: Yeah, I've I haven't done fantasy since like the one year we tried to do it. Yeah. Um anything else you'd like to talk about?
1: Well, I mean the US national team uh roster was announced for the oh, yeah. qualifiers next week. Yeah, that would be something important we should talk about.
0: It's kind of important.
1: Uh, I mean I suppose it's bittersweet for uh Red Bull fans as, uh, well, actually for a number of reasons. I mean, first, Question and Robles are not on the roster, which, you know, sucks because we like to see our guys, you know, play for the national team, but also is good because we have a game that weekend. So we know at least they won't be absent. And then, uh, Dax McCarty, uh, impressed enough and I think deservedly so in January to earn himself a spot, um, on this roster with uh, Bruce Reno. So, um, that should be uh interesting. I don't think he'll play, but it should be uh it's nice to see that he's uh getting some recognition finally. You know? I mean Yeah. Yeah, and we have no uh we have no right back on the on the roster. So, um Arena is clinching it a little it bit. Who needs defense when you have offense, right? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we got a we got a lot of Oh yeah, we got we're covered in the descent, the midfield, the wings. Um uh, and forward obviously, but uh, oh except we have no attacking midfielder because both fellhaber and uh uh sasha kleshmore left home, i mean I guess Bruce is relying it, it seems like all signs are pointing to Sebastian leje um taking that role uh possibly Kellen Acosta who had a really sick uh free kick goal in the champions league last night um you know, so it's uh Bruce has made some you know i think there's a lot of hope that with clinsman gone everything was going to make sense and some stuff still doesn't make sense like michael Orozco is on this team you know why is michael Orozco ever on this team <laughs> so it's it's uh you know i think the, the big hope is that at least tactically bruce knows what he's doing uh, as evidenced by the the friendlies that were albeit underwhelming in january so uh, hopefully the tactics will be enough to get them over the hump for four to six points.
0: Hey, win! That's
1: all you have to do—just to win. What's yeah? Oh, if they could win both games, that'd be so great. Be tremendous.
0: Oh, yeah. Who are their two opponents?
1: Uh, one Hondor- one. Honduras at home, Panama away. I think I could uh, f- I could see
0: four points out of that.
1: Yeah, I, I think a four points is the bare minimum and it's what they should get, um, at the very least. You know, um, I believe, I don't remember who said it or where I read it, but I feel like somebody said Panama is, uh, is on a downswing. So like they really should be ripe for the getting on the road. Uh, and then Honduras is absolutely a team you should beat at home uh, as, as good as they are. So, um, you know, it, it'll be, you know, we can certainly hope for six six points. That's for sure.
0: So right now, damn! I didn't realize. I, I completely forgot we had zero points.
1: Yeah, we, remember that's why Klinsman got fired.
0: Yeah, I thought for some reason I thought we had at least one, but no, we don't.
1: Yeah, because we choked against Mexico. We ruined the uh, we ruined the allure of Crew Stadium. Uh, although, no wait, now it's Mapfre Stadium. I forgot. Map- Mapfre. Yeah, Mapfre Stadium, and then we just uh, kind of.
0: We walked got around. destroyed by Costa Rica.
1: Walked around the field in uh, Costa Rica. They just ran circles around us because everybody was like, just, I think everybody was literally on their phones texting, please fire this coach. He doesn't know what he's doing.
0: We gave Co- Costa Rica a goal
1: event, a goal difference advantage. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Four nothing. Jesus Christ. That yeah. was terrible. It was awful. It was one. It was really the, uh, yeah. it really was the icing on the cake for the Klinsman era for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. So it's pretty much uh, there. There's no margin for error at this point.
0: No, I mean, so I mean, it's not terrible at least because we have what uh,
1: uh, eight five, more games. Eight, eight more
0: games. I mean, it's only have to make three spot number three to make to automatically qualify. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, and and,
0: and, I, and, and honestly, been... I
1: feel like if we fall
0: into the, the interconfederation playoff, we might. We're probably going to beat the AFC fifth place team. So it's not like.
1: You could hope so. I mean, I think what there's still a chance that we could go to like.
0: What's yeah. up, Mexico got in four years ago was because well, we stepped into
1: that. They had to play New Zealand. They didn't have to play an AFC team. AFC is a little bit better of a conference and, uh, there is a chance
0: that. <laughs> well, there, not there, the Jets are in town.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there is a chance that like the team we play could be like one of those countries we're at war with. <laughs> like it could be Syria. It could be Iraq, oh, you know. God. So like we could go into a very hostile environment. Uh, for the away tilts, if you uh, I, I hear
0: team. neutral field at some point in the future.
1: <laughs> you, you would have to assume in like some of those situations. I mean, considering the volatility of uh, you know what's going on in the Middle East right now, but um, so like right right
0: right before the United States boards that flight out to like Iraq, sorry, uh, we we have to divert the plane. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there was a threat against your lives because of something, uh, mm-hmm. but we don't know what's going to happen. So we're going to put you over here. Mm-hmm.
1: In uh, or, mutual field. or when they, when they come to play here, Trump's like, they're not allowed in the country.
0: It's not allowed. Oh God, I could see, I could see a whole, <laughs> wouldn't it, wouldn't it just be perfect? Like we had to get in into the continental playoff and we win because the team can't legally come into our country. <laughs>
1: uh, like, all right, we win by default. <laughs> uh, see, I like soccer. I win just win by default. Oh God. Yeah. Imagine,
0: imagine if if we had a World Cup during his tenure.
1: Well, we can't. Well, Let's see, 2026, no. yeah, we can't. Yeah. Even, even if he does get reelected, it's not going to happen. Unless he becomes dictator Trump. You know? Well, hmm, let's not go there. Well, then again, he might be in his 90s by then. I think he'd be close to 90s. So. Well, he's,
0: he's in his, what, early 70s right now, so it's not like...
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Politics! <laughs> politics, politics, politics! Yeah. I think that was hopefully, apolitical. I hope that was apolitical enough.
0: Hopefully, somebody got my reference.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, anything else soccer related? Really uh, well, I mean, we might, Truman did tell us over Messenger what terrible did. team of the week. I,
0: I think we saved that for last, though. That's because that's what we do. Terrible team of the week is supposed to be last.
1: Okay. Well, so I I don't know. Do anything else? And... I, I got nothing else. Yeah.
0: All right. So Truman's not here for I forget what reason, but anyway, uh, his terrible team of the week is expansion side Minnesota United. Yeah, who lost six uh, one to Atlanta.
1: Yeah, at home. I, I'm kind of already, and I'm being. I'm really jumping to the gun here, but I'm kind of feeling like this is going to be MLS's first big expansion misstep since Shivas USA. I, I mean, I'm probably jumping the gun. I really am, but I just I'm putting the. Putting the pieces together. I mean, all these other expansion sides were able to open to, I mean, and 30, 30,000 is impressive. Don't get me wrong, especially in the weather conditions that they experienced in Minnesota, but that's like, you know, that, you know, they, they, they go to the beach in that weather up there, but, uh, it, it's 30,000 and then hearing Bruce McGuire on MLS, uh, extra time a few weeks ago going like, I don't know what the buzz is around this team. And that guy is Minnesota soccer and the fact that they thought they could trot out a eighth place NASL team and think they could compete in MLS um yeah that was a big mistake so uh, uh, there's tenants,
0: the attendance wasn't even that great during NASL years like yeah. at least, like maybe 5000 yeah. like
1: uh, so i mean between all that between the fact that they've really fallen flat on their face uh out of the gate uh, and that their captain apparently is like one of the biggest issues on the defense. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, I, I'm thinking they may, MLS may have miss, made a misstep with Minnesota United. Or I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope they can figure out that, oh yeah, we can't have shitty players take the field if we want to win. And I hope the fans, aren't immediately turned off by the writing on the wall being that you might not win a game this season and they do show up, but yeah, it, it's a, uh, yeah, it's quite, quite the dumpster out, fire right now. <laughs>
0: outdoor cold weather and losing. is not a good combination. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, we'll see what happens, especially when you lose to another an expansion side that technically never existed before this year.
1: Yeah. Well, like, I mean, Atlanta, Atlanta did everything right. They signed DPs. They signed a marquee coach. You know, they, 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 they were
0: building their team, what, two years ahead of time? So it's not even like they waited. It was just. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What, what like Kenwin Jones was signed, like. Yeah, I think one of their DPs was – yeah, I think you're right. I think one of their DPs was signed like a year and a half ago, and it was loaned out to whoever.
0: And they set up the academy. Like, they were, sent the, they were setting the academy and everything up, like, as soon as the announcement was made. So it wasn't even like they waited on anything. It was just – Yeah,
1: I think they have, like, one or two top prospects already in the program. Like, you yeah. know, it's – yeah, they did everything in Minnesota. It's just like, not up to a good start. I mean – Not at I, all. Elena,
0: we, we have to wait on lineup because of – you know, there was the first game, so they – Generate a massive amount of hype, obviously, to fill that stadium up, but mm-hmm. to keep the attendance, that, that's going to be the key for them.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, you know, Atlanta, you know, Atlanta, I mean, look, the Braves for years are one of the best teams in Major League Baseball, and they still couldn't crack like 25,000 fans a game. So,
0: and, uh, and you have to deal with the, the Atlanta heat during the, mm-hmm. uh, during the winter. So it's not, I'm sorry, summer. So mm-hmm. granted, night games are good, but. That heat yeah. it was really oppressive. Like, for, I don't have real experience in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. My my Georgia heat experience is Savannah, so it's take that with a grain of salt. But we're not it, it, like even during parts of like the fall, it can be really really hot down there. So, uh,
1: I, I lived in Atlanta for a week and a half. Oh, that's right, you did. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, so, and that was uh, that was September. Uh, I think they can handle their heat because. You know, it was like seventy degrees one or two days when I was down there, and I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and everybody was bundled up. So my guess is they're uh, they've acclimated to that the uh, Georgian heat.
0: That, that reminds me of a trip I, I took to Puerto Rico a few years ago, where I get off the cruise ship and. Our tour guys were in a trench coat and it's 70 degrees outside. <laughs> so, Aren't you cold? We're like, no, it's December and it's 40 something degrees back where we were. And he's like, I'm from New York. And like, how you're from New York? How the fuck do you think this is cold? <laughs> like, oh, wait, he probably lives down here now and is like a to into the weather. And-
1: exactly. So <laughs> uh, there All you right, go. Man. There's our, there's our, uh, there's our, uh, International on, uh on Atlanta <laughs> and Minnesota. <laughs> With a little bit of Puerto Rico thrown in, because why not?
0: Damn right. Alright, uh, nothing else? Making sure? uh,
1: I got nothing else right now.
0: Uh, Same here. So, let's get out of here. Uh, you can visit us at com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Uh, did you, last
1: week, thank our Patreon? I did. Ooh. I did. Let's I see. gotta thank you. him again at the end. That's right.
0: Uh, I should probably get to our dashboards. We can Anyway. Um Patreon.com slash Redborant if you want to help us out throw a few bucks our way. Uh you want to email us during the week, Rant at gmail.com, which it runs. I probably should have actually checked it first to see if we got any emails. Probably not. Oh we hey, do. we did get
1: something. <laughs>
0: hey, we hey, hey, one more what, thing to do. This is what helps if I do planning. All right. <laughs> so let's back this up a little bit. So uh email from uh, Scott in North Plainfield.
1: Hey, which, we're neighbors.
0: Which I like. I like the fact that he signed this as if it was a phone call for, to a call-in show. Uh, he goes, "Hey guys, it's hard to be too down on the squad after the first two matches for this reason alone. As well as we played for so much of, the, as well as we played for so much love last year. We lose the Atlanta match last year and probably draw versus Colorado. What has been missing is what has been missing in the Marsh era. Finding a way to win when it matters hasn't mattered yet. No, but we're building a foundation of finding a way to win." United States, team, I'm glad that Sasha won't lose Rebels training time. He needs it to gel with the new system, although he was the best link with Pulsic, who will now be expected to do a lot. Last thought, I'm still cold from Saturday. <laughs> and that email came yesterday, so.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. side note
0: about Saturday, I stepped off the plane in shorts because I forgot to pack pants.
1: There you go. So, 20
0: so something degree weather in Philly with wind, and I sprained my ankle because fuck Philly. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> So we we talk a little bit about the, the stuff. Um, I, I find it interesting though that he asks about, or he he mentions, Sasha needs to gel with the new system. The, the Red Bulls aren't playing a new system this year. They just uh, they just didn't play this formation a lot last year. That's the only thing.
1: I mean, they 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 canned it pretty early last year, and then yeah. We,
0: but I mean, it's not. But it's something that as was introduced. It's not like this is a new concept for the team.
1: Yeah, I, no, I'm, but I, I think. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. I, I definitely think there's when you don't play something for almost a year. uh I'd say you, you kind of need to re. And I and I I think you know to to his point. I think there there is something to be said that collection has not exactly looked the same so far Uh in the new if you want to say new old system. Um, you know, so I, I think there. I think there is. Yeah, I think there is something to be happy about that. That question will not lose some time with the team um, the, in uh, you know lose time by going to the U.S. national team for sure. And, and I, to, to his other points I mean I, I think uh, you know I can't, you can't exactly quantify w- whether or not they would have lost in Atlanta or drawn uh, Colorado last year but I, I will say this I don't recall too many times last year where they came from b- behind. Lots of times when they went behind it just kind of seemed like they Panic, couldn't do much. Uh, I think there's something to be said for that. I think that, yeah, it, it's, I, I certainly did not expect the comeback that we saw in Atlanta, for sure. And Scott, come join us at, uh, since you're like one town over, come join us at uh, uh, Darby, Road. Darby Road for the away games when we go. Uh, it'll be fun.
0: Well, I'll join Pat, because I'm too far
1: away. Yeah, yeah, not him, like the three or four of us that go.
0: <laughs> if I was ever in the area...
1: But yeah, there you it's, go.
0: It's such, it's such a far distance to go just to
1: be in the area. <laughs>
0: so I, th- I think you're like two hours, fifteen minutes, or something like that. where where I live, roughly. I think
1: roughly, it's roughly two hours, fifteen minutes.
0: Well, because I know to uh, Passadawa is like two hours. Oh well, yeah, so and that's then- that's getting, that's getting off at uh, whatever exit is on the turnpike. I think ten, where yeah, exit, 10. where eighteen is.
1: Yeah, and i it exit eleven, so. And then you got to go up the parkway. Yeah. So, <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, so, let me finish wrapping this up now. So, like Scott did, you can email us, RedBullRant at gmail.com. If you want to call us and leave a voicemail, 973 348 5329, we will play that on the show. Yeah. So, feel free. Uh, Facebook.com slash RedBullRant on Twitter at RedBullRant for the show at Dr. Stooge for myself at PMAC D82 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman, subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, and at soundcloud.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rand. Last words before we get out of here.
1: Uh, go out Seattle and, and win. And also, thank you, Will Martin.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so since Truman's not here, I, actually, I just the problem. I've been away for two weeks. And I forget what he said. What he says at the end of the uh... show. Peace out. Yeah, there you go. Well, I got to do my thing first. So for Pat and myself, this has been episode number 214 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls. Peace out.
1: Late.